what we're going to look at today is is the foundation. It's the real secret, if you will, to long-term lasting speech transformation uh, and identity transformation, which is real important, which we'll talk about today. So tips and tricks are great and they're fun and they can absolutely work and they can help you. Um, I like to call them techniques, but tips and tricks are fine. And we do have techniques and we do have tips that you put in your tool bag or your toolbox and you use them as you need to. But if you want to make a long-term transformation, then what we're going to talk about today is exactly what you need. So who can tell me what you think we're going to talk about? Some of you already know, some of you have an idea, but go ahead and type into the chat box what you think we're going to be talking about today. Modeling. Yes, exactly. When we talk about modeling, I'm obviously going to explain what that is. And we'll talk a little bit about how to do it. And Julius is, is also going to share some thoughts on that because it's something that he did. I'm going to try to simplify it because we have a whole module on modeling. But it's, but it's also very, very simple. And it's something that you already know how to do. But it's the thing that can completely transform your speech if you do it right. So let's talk about why sometimes tips and tricks uh, and even techniques don't last or don't necessarily last or don't necessarily work for you long term. And so I like to call it you don't want to technique your way to smooth speech. What do we mean by that? Well, when you're using techniques or tips or tricks, what's happening is you're not necessarily changing your mindset or your speaking identity. Now, if you use a technique over and over, for sure, you can change your mindset. You can change your speaking identity because if you use that technique, right? If you use it and it works and you can see it and experience it, then you'll start to believe, hey, I'm the kind of person that can, for example, speak smoothly because I used this technique. So I'm not saying that you can't, but the problem with using, and I'm just going to use the word technique, the problem with using just techniques is that more than likely a technique is not going to be holistic or it's not going to have a holistic impact on you. Michael, what do you mean by holistic? What I mean is that it may be a technique just to help you say a certain word or letter or sound, which is great, and we have them, and we use them, right? But it may not necessarily change your mindset or the way that you think about those words or letters. And the reason that that's important is because almost guaranteed, no technique, tip or trick, is going to work 100% of the time. And a part of that is because Everyone has this fluencies. Every single person on earth has this fluencies from time to time. There might be a time when someone's speaking and they're 100%. I doubt that, but there are probably times where someone's speaking and it's just flawless. But they're not going to be flawless every time they speak, right? nor have they been flawless every time they have spoken. 
So trust me, this is an absolute statement that no one is 100% fluent 100% of the time. The thing is that most people just, they don't notice it. It just doesn't bother them. Okay, so this is very important to understand because you, as a person who's becoming a smooth speaker, have to understand that you're still going to have disfluencies. And the big difference will be in how quickly you recover, whether or not you even notice those disfluencies, how, how you think about them, right, and your identity as it involves those disfluencies. That's what's important. So if you're using just techniques and tips and tricks, and the technique doesn't work, then what can happen? Well, what can happen is then you could begin to doubt whether or not you're making progress, or you could begin to doubt whether or not that technique will work the next time. And what I've seen people do is say, oh, that didn't work that time, so I'm just going to revert back to the way I've always spoke, the way I've always done it, which is maybe switching out words or doing something else, right? So the, the problem in terms of having a lasting effect and changing your mindset and identity is when the technique doesn't work, and trust me, there will be times when it just won't work. You won't be able to implement it for whatever reason. And it could be the very best technique that could work most of the time. But when it doesn't work, how do you think about it? How do you feel? What do you say? Okay. So that's one of the main reasons why you don't just want to technique your way to smooth speech because the techniques are not going to work all the time. All right. So let's just put that here. Uh, let's say reasons why I'm just going to put techniques well, I'll put techniques tips and tricks aren't good all the time so one reason why is this because it's not going to work 100% of the time not going to work 100% of the time. And what's another reason? Well, another reason is that you may use a technique, and let's just say it, it worked most of the time. So it worked for you most of the time. It really helped you to improve your speech a lot, tremendously. And this, this can be true. In fact, we do have some things that you can do that can dramatically improve your speech. But that doesn't mean that that technique will necessarily change your identity. Now, what do I mean by speaking identity? So what we mean, and the way we can describe it is, your identity is how you see yourself. It's who you see yourself to be. We can also call it your self-concept, your self-concept. So it's who you see yourself to be, who you believe yourself to be. And you and I have have a self-concept for every area of our life, every single little area of our life. We, we have a little identity, a little self-concept. So we have a self-concept for how we speak, for how we walk, for how we act, for how we act around certain people, for how we act in certain situations, for how we speak 
in certain situations, how we speak to certain people. There are some people who can speak to their colleagues, but then they have trouble speaking to people in authority. Some people can speak to five people, but as soon as it gets to 10, there's an issue, right? So, you, so we have an identity, a self-concept for how we do every little thing, right? Now, we express in part, in large part, our identity when we use words like this. I tend to, I usually, I always. Why is it that whenever I go to say this, this happens every time I say, every time I block on this, every time I stutter on this, I can't do this, right? Whenever you use words like that, where you use those words, that is an expression of your what? Of your beliefs, of your identity. So when you say I tend to, or I always, or I usually, or I can't, that's an expression of your beliefs. Because the truth is, and I've seen it, we've proven it, you actually can, right? But because of your previous experiences, remember, hopefully you attended the previous webinars, and you can go back and watch those. Uh, it's most definitely possible for you to say those words and to say them smoothly. But because of previous experiences, you then begin to believe that you can, and that becomes true, like just physical blocking of you saying those particular words or sounds. But it doesn't mean that you can't. It just means that it's what's happened to you in the past. So your identity drives often your mindset and vice versa, and also drives your speech. It drives your speech. Now, this is important because let's just say you find a technique, as I said before, that works and that's helped you, but then you go through a period. It could be one conversation, it could be a day or a week, where all of a sudden you experience a dip and your speech goes down and the technique isn't working anymore or you're just struggling with your speech. Well, if your identity, right, your self-concept, if that hasn't changed, if that hasn't been fully transformed, then you'll start to think and believe, uh-oh, I'm sliding back. I'm no longer a smooth speaker. I'm starting to stutter again. I'm still, I'm still a stutterer. And sometimes we hear people say this just because of, of habit. They'll say, well, I blocked or I stuttered. And you'll hear me say, if you've worked with me, don't use the word block or stutter or stammer when referencing yourself. If you want to use it to talk about it from some objective viewpoint, like, well, you know, when people stutter or <clears throat> when people block. But when you're talking about yourself, Use a more neutral word like stuck. I sometimes get stuck on these words. I got stuck or I tend to get stuck. Now, you don't want to walk around saying that, but if you do need to say it because you're explaining something, then say stuck or I stumbled or I had some trouble with because everyone, everyone gets stuck from time to time. Everyone stumbles. Everyone struggles from time to time, right? So use words like that. Don't use words like, I blocked, I stammered, or I stuttered, because those words identify you as a stutter. And so the, the more you use them, the longer you use them, the more you will continue to identify yourself as a person who stutters. As a person who stutters, who's using some techniques to speak smoother. That's not what we want. We want you to transform your identity so that 
even if and when you have a disfluency, let's say even when you have a disfluency, you will say, no problems, bump in the road, everyone has it, that's okay. Let me just recover. I'm going to get Julius to talk about that in just a moment. So a second reason why tips and tricks aren't good all the time is because not just because they're not going to work all the time because they may work a lot, but because they don't help transform your identity. I'm going to put ID. They don't help transform your identity. And that's important because remember we said your identity is what drives your mindset, what you think, how you think, how often you think it, how you feel. And all of that drives your speech. So you and I both know there are times where you feel relaxed, you feel confident, and you speak smoother, right? All driven by your identity, by your mindset, by your feelings in that particular moment, how you're interpreting that moment. When I'm by myself, when I'm with these people, I tend to speak better, right? So if you're just using tips and tricks and techniques and they don't work all the time and the time that it doesn't work, that your identity is still the old identity, then it will begin to pull you back. I've seen this happen so many times. It's not funny. So we want to be able to do something that can transform our identity and mindset. So Julius, why don't you pop in here and just share maybe any experiences, brief experiences that you've had with that, with using tips and tricks, again, which are not bad, or techniques, which are not bad, then how did you respond? How did you react when they didn't work? So just share whatever you like about that. Yes, sir. First and foremost, thank you so much for having me on this webinar again. And greetings to everybody out there online. I'm glad that you guys are here and getting involved and trying to make a difference in your speech, like how I did in the past. Now, yes, tips and tricks, techniques. I'm pretty sure all of us have gone through uh, you know, many years trying to use these tips and tricks and techniques and going to speech therapy and trying out different things to possibly fix your stutter, possibly hide it, possibly use these, you know, techniques in emergencies when you need it. And what I have experienced, and I'm sure all of you have experienced, is that these techniques, these tips, techniques, all these stuff, they don't really solve the, the speech disorder that is mental and also physical because yeah they are temporary techniques they could work here and there but they are not like everlasting long lasting they don't get you to where you want to go so there is no solid base if you just solely focus on techniques and tips and and tricks and i am definitely i'm 32 i've had to deal with that for many many years and if i solely focused and relied on those things, just the tips and tricks, 
and I didn't transform my speaking identity, I would be unable to do this right now. I would be literally, if you, I have a video, I have a couple of videos on the uh, program on YouTube where you could see where I used to be. This would have been impossible because at that point in my time, in my life, my speaking identity was disorderly and it was negative. So the tips and tricks didn't work for me. So I do remember where I would try to rely on those in the past. And then I learned that the tips and tricks and techniques do not go away. They're vital, but they need to be connected with something greater. And that is the base of modeling, the umbrella of modeling, changing my speaking identity, which is mental and also physical. So that's where I could see now where I came from and now where I'm at, if, if that would make sense. All right. Thank you. Thank you. So, yeah, uh, this is so very important. And hopefully there'll be many people who watch this video and other videos of ours later, because all the other things that we do, and it's just human nature that we want to we want to get to something that's going to help us satisfy us, take away the pain right now. Normal, natural. We all do it. I do it, too. At some point, and hopefully sooner than later, you have to realize, okay, <laughs> this, is, this is fine. These can be useful, but I want to do something, like Julia said, that gets to the core, that changes the whole thing. See, now, when Julius has this fluency, he responds completely differently. It's a whole different story, completely different story, right? He has his fluencies. I have this fluencies. It's totally different than we have them, right? Just like anyone else. They have them. They don't know it. doesn't bother them. They keep going. In fact, you're going to find as you go through this process, like virtually all of my clients and students do, you're going to start to observe people around you, and you're going to find, hey, they're actually not such great speakers. A lot of people. I've even watched newscasters, uh, some politicians, some CEOs, uh, people who are supposed to be great speakers. They're actually not that good. They're not that good. They use a lot of filler words. And so you find, wow, okay, other people kind of have disfluencies as well, right? So that was just an aside. But when your identity changes, you're going to just be able to just float through and slide through and maneuver around those disfluencies that you're going to have. So let's talk about four benefits that you get from modeling. Then we're going to go right into what is modeling and how to, I'm just going to make it very, 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 very simple for you because in the program, we have a whole module with several videos along with an example from Mona on how she modeled. And of course, we have Julius here, and, and so we'll talk to him about how he's modeled. So let's talk about <clears throat> four benefits, and these benefits are going to be written in a way to help you remember them using the word safe, just using the word safe. So when you model, when you model, think about it this way, when, it, when you model, you feel safe. When you model, you feel safe. Why? Because when you model, it's no longer you. You've stepped into another mode, into another 
zone, phase, another character, another persona, right? And I'll give you a couple of personal examples and I'm sure that Julius can probably do the same. And some of you can too. So when you model, one thing that happens is you smooth out your speech. You smooth out your speech. And I've watched people do this immediately and instantly. Now, more than likely, you have to have been studying your model, at least watching and listening to your model. Your brain has to have some kind of a mental impression of how your model speaks so that you can access that, so that you can say, speak like Michael or speak like this person, right? And when you tell your brain to do it and you try to do it, it's in that trying that smooths out your speech, that changes the way it changes. Remember that word, it's very important. Changes the way that you speak. So first thing that happens is it smooths out your speech. And if you've been studying your model and practicing, especially if you've been practicing, the more you practice, the stronger and the more of a mental impression, like a literal impression in your brain. You could probably see it in the neurons. The more of an impression your brain has, more of a memory of how this person speaks. And so the more it's able to access that and bring it forward and bring it out through your speech, right? You're going to be mimicking. And we'll talk a little bit more about that once we're done with this. So it smooths out your speech almost immediately, right? And then the next benefit is it reduces or stops anticipation, negative anticipation, right? It reduces or eliminates negative anticipation. So I'll briefly, I'll briefly talk about why. It reduces or eliminates negative anticipation because before it was you, it was your identity your thinking, right? Your memories. When you model, we call this a positive distractor. You're distracting yourself from yourself and from the way you usually speak. How? You're distracting yourself by thinking about your model and the way your model speaks. Thinking about saying what you want to say in that moment, your intention you're thinking about saying that the way your model would say it, using your model's speaking style, your model's hand gestures, your model's voice inflection, your model's facial expression, your model's calmness and confidence, right? So you're thinking about that, so you're positively distracting yourself from what you usually think about, from your usual memories, okay? From your usual uh, self-judgment or over-self- consciousness. So it reduces or eliminates negative anticipation. Well, what else does it do, Michael? Well, you feel more confident. And I'm also going to add calmer. Calm. Let's put calm. You feel more confident. And we could say calmer because we said more. So you feel more confident. I've had people say, when I model you, I just automatically feel more confident. I had one guy who went through the program and stopped uh, a little more than halfway through. He said, I got it. <laughs> he just said, I got it. I know what to do now. Working with you one-on-one, -on -one, you show me what to do. I got it. 
uh, you can save my session. So whenever he goes, he just I, I just become Michael. It's it's not me. It's Michael speaking through me. I just let Michael do the job, right? And so he feels more confident. Again, it doesn't have to be me because I didn't model me. I'm out someone else. So if there's someone else you want to model, um, feel free to do that. When you work with me one-on-one, I do ask that you do model me because there's some specific reasons and things that I ask you to do that when people go out and they try to model someone else, they end up changing models. So we lose traction. You can have alternate models. You can have other models, but I do ask you primarily model me when you're working with me one-on-one. If you're doing a self-study, you can model me or you can model anyone else. And again, it's not because I believe I'm the best speaker in the world. It's just some things that I do that we teach in the program that are representing smooth speech. And so we just want you to be able to focus on those things, at least initially when you first get started. So you feel more confident when it's not you, when you're just letting someone else kind of take over. And then you're like, well, how do I get into that mood? How do I get into fear? So we'll talk about some of those ways. And we'll also let Julius talk about some ways that he modeled. Because I'm going to say everyone, but we could say everyone may model a little differently. They may find their way into modeling differently. And I'll share with you some ways that I modeled. Um, after Julius shares with you some ways that he modeled. So you feel safe because it immediately smooths out your speech. I watched this happen to someone just yesterday and the day before. I said, okay, they started out very choppy, very fast. I said, now model, just say it the way you think I would say it. Immediately, their, their entire speaking style, this could also stand for a change their speaking style, their entire style changed when they tried to model me, right? They tried to model me, their, their entire style changed and they spoke perfectly smoothly. But just minutes before, they were speaking choppy. They were getting stuck. They were blocking. They were doing everything. Bam, immediately changed, okay? You don't anticipate because you're not, because you don't have time to anticipate. Remember the law of substitution. You feel more confident. What else? You experience, you experience a transformation, a transformation in your identity. You experience a transformation in your speaking identity. So when you model, and if you model long enough, then what happens is it is you take on in a sense you put on the identity of your model now i know what people are saying well i don't want to lose myself when i lose myself won't people look at me and think that it, that i'm acting and that it's weird and the answer is no it won't not unless you make it weird but 100 percent of the time that i've worked with people no one's ever lost their identity they only enhanced it they only transformed it they only improved it when people are watching you and hearing you they may see you speaking smoother and better, which is better than whatever you have been doing. And it doesn't matter if you only, even if you don't stutter at all, right? We're just using the word stutter standard. It doesn't have to, it could just be speaking fast, could be fear of public speaking. When I say that, I mean certain speaking situations, you struggle, certain words or letters. Doesn't matter. This is the way for you to make that permanent lasting change, right? 
I'm sure there are times we can go in with a technique and fix that one little thing. But if your identity says, I tend to always get stuck on this, and, and what happens if that technique doesn't work, then you're on to the next technique to find something that works. If you just create a whole new speaking identity, a whole new speaking style, then you feel safer and then you don't have to worry about that one little thing. And if you do happen to get stuck, it won't affect you. And because you're not focused on it, right? You're not hyper-focused, you're able to recover and it won't bother you. So you'll be able to speak and say that same word the next time. Whereas if you become fixated on that word, oh, I couldn't say it, the technique didn't work, then you become more anxious now the next time you have a hard time saying it, so forth and so forth. So Julius, say say something to us about how you model, because that's what I'm going to go into next. I'm going to talk about some ways to get yourself into the modeling zone and also speak about, if you remember, and I would just remind you about your identity, like did you lose your identity? Uh, was that a good thing, a bad thing? Yeah, just say a little bit about those. hobbies and passions where you wanted to model somebody, emulate someone's style, character, and all that. So when I found this program and it spoke about modeling, that was a huge light bulb because I never considered modeling with my speech. So when I started to do that, then the door just, it was like the answer that I needed. And that's what I said about the tips and tricks and techniques. In the past, I remember myself going through therapy and trying to fix my speech, but I never thought about replacing it, finding somebody who I want to sound like and be like according to their speech and their style, their speaking style, their speaking identity. Never crossed my mind. So when I started to do that, then everything just fell into place. Those techniques, skills, and tips, I didn't let go of them because they're part of modeling. They were connected to it. So if I was modeling, I was by default doing those tips, tricks, and techniques. You know, they were connected with modeling. And so how I did it, and obviously with everything that involves habit forming, 
all about practice. Practice equals time, patience, discipline. So I knew that, okay, I used to model in my other hobbies. This one, I'm going to make speech my hobby. I want to be in a whole new level now. So I had to answer two questions. Who do I want to sound like? Where do I want my speech to be at? Where do I want my speaking identity to be at? What does it look like? How do I get there? You know? And the other one was, who do I find? Who do I want to sound like? So definitely, as uh, Sir Mike Williams says, starting off to have him as a start, as like a starter model, uh, to use him since we are going to be listening to all of his audios and watching him start off there. And then you could go and find a model that fits your, your liking. And then you just copy them each and every day, imitate them, act like them. And that's what I did. I had to go not only the physical aspect of modeling, um, you know, really focusing on how he moves his arms, his hands, his body, how he says words, where does he inflect, extend, all the little things. I would do it, it, you know, each and every day. And I knew this was practice. I knew that practice is tough. You know, I had a background playing all these instruments and I knew that practicing would get really tiring and I would get fed up with it. So I knew this was going to happen as well when I practiced my speech. So I would just spend, you know, hours every day practicing with this the physical movements, but also the internal mental modeling was like, how does he feel like, how does my model feel like in these speaking situations? How does he carry himself in these speaking situations? What would he be thinking about in these speaking situations? I want to think like that. I want to feel like that in these you know, speaking situations, because I know in my experiences, I was very, timid. I was very uh, self-conscious. I wasn't uh, confident. I was not confident in the speaking situation. So I needed to change that. And so not only was the modeling a physical practice, but also a mental one, because my mind would shift straight to the worst case scenario, anticipating the worst. No, I needed to change that. My model doesn't do that. My model doesn't go straight to the worst case scenario and think negative and think the worst thing that could possibly happen. He doesn't do that. So I need to start practicing to do that as well. So the modeling is this whole mind, body, soul, holistic approach to it, which, like I said, I never thought about it that way. And so I knew it was going to take time and effort. Thank you, George. So there you have at least one, and we have many, many other people, but thank you, Julius, for, for joining. And Julius will be here with us for the next, I don't know how many, how many weeks, but he's going to be off for a little while, so he'll be joining us. Um, let's talk about and take some of the things that Julius said, and I'll just share with you uh, how I modeled many, many years ago. Some of you may be asked, well, do I still model now? So I'll answer that question, and then I'll just talk about a few ways other people model. But first, let's just give a basic definition of modeling. And this is where I also want to share this little book here. So this is a book that I found out about, uh, I guess, a couple of years ago. Now remember, Pro90D predates this. 
there's a couple of books I found. One of them was Performing Under Pressure and then this book. Performing Under Pressure is a great book. You can look that up. Uh, I didn't put the link to that. Julius, could you look up an Amazon Performing Under Pressure? Uh, yes, sir. Should, yeah, there should be a book there. And then put the link in here, and I'll make sure that it's the right link. Performing Under Pressure. Great book. I was like, wow, people would think that I patterned Pro90D after this book because everything they had in the book, first of all, was had been researched, supported by science, and you could see it reflected in the program. But Pro90D predated that book. The same thing with this book. Pro90D predates this book. So you're going to find that these are folks who have been coaching. They've been doing this. They've done the research. It's, it's all out there. So let's just talk about what modeling is. At its most basic level, it's what we call, it's one way, it's one part of observ observational learning. Observational learning. Okay. And so you can look that up, observational learning. And so observational learning is basically what it sounds like. You learn by observing someone else. Various ways to do that. But you learn by observing someone else. So modeling is one way to learn by observing someone else. Okay. One way to observe, to learn by observing someone else. Carlos, I'm just interrupting myself here for a minute. Uh, all right, Carlos, you're here. Great. We'll get you in in just a couple of minutes. Thanks for joining us. Man. Um, so let's just put that up there, right? Modeling, and that's what we're going to talk about today. Modeling, sometimes you'll see it spelled with one L, sometimes two L. Some of you say, oh, modeling is hard. I can't really do it. I try to do it. I don't understand it. I don't understand how to do it. Yes, you do. <laughs> yes, you do. And here's why. How do babies learn a lot of what they learn, but how do they learn how to speak? How do they learn many of their mannerisms? Okay. How do they learn it? They learn it. Not by reading, because they can't read yet, right? They learn it not by, by going in and studying something. They just learn it by observing, mainly by listening, right? But by listening to the speech around them and by observing, by watching, watching the lips, watching how people move, watching how they say things, how they, how they use their body language. And that's why you could take a person... You take the same person, if you will, and drop them in one country, and they're going to learn that language and those mannerisms. But let's say you took that same person and dropped them in another country. Well, essentially, they're the same person genetically, but they're going to grow up learning a different language, different mannerisms, right, and so forth and so on. And it's all because of observational learning and modeling. So you already know how to model because, as you may have heard me say, it's the way you learn to speak your first language and quite possibly your second language. But not only that, you and I still model. We just may not be aware of it. That's why 
people say, watch the kinds of people you hang around with, right? The people you hang around with will influence you because we automatically model them. We pick up things from them through conversations, through observation, through listening, right? Through how we interpret, how we feel about what they say. We still model. So another, excuse me, is what we call mirroring, right? And there's something called mirror neurons, mirror neurons. And these mirror neurons also have to do with how you and I can feel empathy for someone else when we, we, we begin to mirror how they're feeling, even on an unconscious level. And so we begin to feel, in a sense, the way that they're feeling. It's due to these mirror neurons. But we're going to be talking about how the mirror neurons impact us with modeling. So <clears throat> if you notice, Julie said he learned to play just like virtually every other musician or artist or anyone else who's good at what they do. They modeled someone else. They modeled someone else. And our mirror neurons have a lot to do with that. When you watch someone else, you study them and you observe the neurons that manage that activity in your brain begin to light up, right? They begin to connect with each other because you're watching something that your brain has some pattern for and your brain begins to light up, right? The neurons begin to light up. And so you can actually learn, you can actually pick up patterns and things. I have, I literally mess around on the keyboard and after I've watched someone, and I can't even, I know I probably can't play as well as Julius because I can barely play. But when I've watched someone, I've actually played better. I'm surprised myself. I was like, wow, I'm, you know, I don't even know. <laughs> but I just played better because of the mirror neurons. So we're saying all of that to say that <clears throat> you can, in fact, through modeling, and because of mirror neurons and because of learning, right? Just the way that we learn and habit formation. Study the way someone speaks. Get out of your own way. Get out of your own way. Don't complicate it. Don't overcomplicate it, right? Don't overthink it. Just do what they do. Try to do what they do. Uh, what will often happen is beliefs will come in. Oh, this is not me. Exactly. That's the point. It's not supposed to be you. It's not supposed to feel like you. People say, well, this isn't the way I usually speak. Exactly. If there's no change in the way that you, that you normally speak, then you'll continue to speak that same way. So that is exactly what you want. You want it to feel like this isn't me. This isn't the way I usually speak. Your brain will even say, this sounds funny. People are going to think I'm being fake or people are going to wonder what's wrong with me. Most of the time that will not happen, but sometimes they, they might say, well, why are you speaking slower? Why are you speak?" Well, guess what? If they got used to you speaking the way you currently speak, they'll get used to you speaking smoother and better. Their identity will change along with yours. So don't let yourself fool yourself or talk yourself out of doing what you know you need to do. Your brain is going to resist the change more than likely, right? Because our brain's are very efficient and it, they, it wants to be efficient. So it doesn't want to have to think about speaking or how to speak differently or how to speak like this person. So it's going to come up with reasons 
why you shouldn't do it, why you shouldn't do it right now. I don't have time to think about it right now. I need to give this person an answer. I need to hurry up and do this. It'll give you all those reasons because it wants to resist using the extra energy, literally extra calories, to think about modeling. But that's the only way you will learn. You have to use those extra calories. You have to use the extra energy to fire those neurons together. Why? So you can wire them together. Why? Because when you wire them together, it creates a new pattern, a new habit of speaking and of thinking and of believing. So modeling is very simple in nature. You watch, you listen. If you can, you watch, you listen, and you mimic. You mimic what that person's doing, and you look at hand gestures, facial expression. I'm going to give you a couple of examples of what I did that I'm going to bring Carlos on. Actually, I'm going to bring Carlos on and have him talk a little about his experiences with modeling. Then I'll come back, give you a couple of really great examples of how I modeled and how I got this whole thing started. And then we'll wrap up with questions and answers. So Carlos, go ahead and pop in here, share with us your experience or experiences with modeling, how you model, uh, how that affected your identity, how that affected your speech. I don't know if you got to see this, but we talked about safe, how some of the benefits of modeling smooths out your speech. It either reduces or eliminates negative anticipation. It makes you feel more confident and calmer. And it and you experience a transformation in your identity. Yeah, I do have to say that um, the anticipation part is definitely something that I struggle with, especially in the very beginning. Um, I do actually remember my first ever breakthrough Zoom call. I just actually finished a Zoom call that was a fairly lengthy one. So I didn't have the chance to jump into this webinar immediately. But um, the very first Zoom call was that I was actually successful um, at. I really, really focused on just putting all my attention into modeling and kind of within modeling, I really focused on extending my words, which was basically self-talk when you think about it. So just like Michael said, you'll have to spend those extra few calories, at least temporarily, to almost drive your brain to do the thing that you need to do to start developing that smooth speaking style. And I just remember finishing that Zoom call. Before that Zoom call, I was kind of feeling anxious and like anticipating because that client was one of the more difficult ones. But I just remember just completely focusing on modeling and just almost achieving this flow state where that's all that I thought about. And at the end of the call, I didn't even realize how fast it actually passed and how smooth I was. And I just remember feeling, well, there, I didn't really anticipate because there's just no room for it when you model. There's no room for negative thoughts when you all you do is just focus on modeling. There's no room on anticipating or like thinking negatively when most of your focus is just going towards 
this one constructive thing, which is modeling. There's just not no space for it. Um, and funnily enough, talking about calories and spending that extra energy on it, I do remember like feeling tired after that first ever Zoom call, that first breakthrough Zoom call. And that's when I knew this literally is coming from me putting so much focus on this new thing, this new thing being modeling. So that was my experience with um, modeling in the very beginning. Now it's like, it's just fairly natural. I don't think about it. I don't really put a lot of energy into it to achieve that same result because it's pretty much a habit now. Thank you. Carlos, stay on because I want you to share briefly um, a recent success. Just, yeah, yeah, I want you to share a recent success that you had in terms of your, your speaking, and then we'll, we'll bring Julius back on. In fact, Julius, you can pop in here now because I'm going to just wrap up. Um, yeah, yeah, you both guys, um, both of you can pop in here so we can see you both. But, yeah, let me just share with you my personal experiences with modeling and how this got started briefly. So some, uh, man, had to be about 30 years ago now, 30 years ago, yeah. I was struggling with my speech and a guy introduced me to some audios from Brian Tracy <laughs> and I started, there were bootleg audios. I since bought <clears throat> probably tens of thousands of dollars of his stuff, even after I got the bootlegs, it's like, you know what? I want to find out where you get these audios from. And even though I have them already, I'm going to buy them. So I say that to you guys. Don't get bootleg stuff. If you can afford it, when you can afford it, buy it. Just because there's some, some karma there, right? You know, when you invest in yourself, you get that back. So I got his audios. I studied them. And I wasn't even thinking about modeling. I didn't even know about modeling then. I was like, man, I like the way this guy speaks. He's not all over the place. And he's not super high energy, which wasn't my style. It wasn't my personality. But he was very smooth. And the content, the way he delivered the content went to my heart. Right, It went into my brain. So it wasn't just that he was like, yeah, you got to do this. And It was just like the way he said it just bam, it's just content packed. And I was like, I like that. I'd like to be able to speak like that. That matches my personality. Even though it's different than the way I speak, I want to be able to speak like that. So I started to create my own audios. I bought some equipment and stuff, started recording my own audios, and I copied him. I copied his rhythm, his voice as much as I could. Then I finally got some videos. I watched his posture, the way he used his hands. Whiteboard, I still use a whiteboard. So the day I got that from him 30, 30 years ago, whatever. And so by copying him, I was able to go out within six months, which I never would have been able to do like Julius, probably like Carl. I was able to go out and stand before a group. I just volunteered and speak for 30, 45 minutes flawlessly with no notes at all and talk about whatever time management and goal setting. And so I kept doing that. Then later I became a preacher and I modeled someone called Charles Stanley. I modeled the way he carried his Bible, the way he said certain things, even the way they structured 
their presentations. I modeled that and created my own. And the best compliment is when a couple of people came up, a little girl came up and said, you speak just like Dr. Charles Stanley. I was like, I was like that just made my day. So modeling <clears throat> allowed me to make a complete transformation. It took some years after that for me to figure out how to use it in my daily speech, but I did. Um, and I'll tell you this, and then I'll let the guys jump in. Transferring it to my daily speech meant not turning off the modeling style when I wasn't presenting. See, that's what a lot of people do. They just turn it off and they go back to their old style. You don't turn it off, you just turn it down. Every speaking situation is different, so it's conversational, but you still use your hands. You still inflect. You still use body length. You just turn it down because you're not in a presentation. So that was the magic for me, is to say, okay, I'm in a conversation, use the same style, but turn it down, adapt it, adopt it, turn it down. So that's what helped for me. Guys, anything else you want to say about this whole thing about, <clears throat> about modeling and how transformational modeling is as it relates to tips, tricks, and techniques? They're important, but modeling is a whole different thing. Um, what do you want to say about that? Yeah. yeah. So yes, I recently, well, the last uh, time I spoke, I said that the tips, tricks, and techniques, by default, they are in modeling when you do model. And obviously, it's very important to pick a model that doesn't speak too fast, that actually is a good, solid speaker you know, someone that you want to speak like, someone who has those skills, extending, blending, enunciates his words, inflexes words, all just well-around great speaker. That will be a lot beneficial for you because I do know, I do have a couple of uh, speakers who I would like to maybe speak like them, but they're just too fast. They're not my style. So that's what Michael Williams says. Some of them just, just won't fit. So when I chose Mike Williams and then I still used him. I had one more other person and I did notice that when I did model, when I was really just immersed in modeling, I naturally did the skills. I naturally was extending, blending, doing the tips and tricks that I tried to have as a base without modeling. And it was just a temporary fix, if that. But with modeling as this like, long-lasting base it's a stronger base that will take you to where you want to go right you naturally just do those skills and then you just see how like every time you have a a good solid speaking experience it goes into your mind it registers it's stored in there in the file so now you like now you are literally transforming your speaking identity the mindset you're it's all just transforming based on just modeling you are putting the spotlight on someone else, you are acting like someone else, they are your goal. And the thing is though, is that eventually, like when you reach automaticity, you start to create your own style now. Like you don't just stay that person anymore. Now you are your own identity, but you, but you use them to get there, you know? So that's the magic about this whole thing. 
I think I'm all set. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just like Julius said, I mean, the tactics and the strategies are amazing. They will be the things that will kind of kickstart you to get results um, as fast as possible, as fast as you can apply them. And it was the same thing for me. Um, modeling is the holistic method, but to me, extending and blending where the little steps that are needed to take to start to model to really get into that momentum and that full groove of becoming that that persona and um one final thing that i also kind of that michael mentioned is that this really needs to be binary right so you cannot just use modeling in some situations some of the time like it has to be something that you just turn on whenever you open your mouth that's including when you are proactive so like when you're about to engage in conversations but also when you're reactive you want to make sure that you almost build this level of self-awareness to model when someone approaches you and if you don't make sure to reflect back okay mm, that time i didn't really model next time that happens let me make sure that i go into that speaking style more and this is also why michael said that being proactive is so powerful because you're in control that um intent that you have to model you can bring that in it's easier to model when you're engaging rather than when you're just focused on some random thing going about your day and then someone asks you just a random question right so all of that you just got to make sure that you're really really using it um all the time yeah thank you carlos that's that's an important point and thank you julius also uh for your example important point here use your modeling style all the time just remember it's not going to feel completely comfortable perhaps the first time the first few times for several times that you use it that's normal it's just like anything else that you learn think of this like learning a new language virtually the same process the same process is not really going to be much different so you got to go through the same stuff that you go through when you're learning a new language the same fears anxieties, un uncomfortability, um, not like this doesn't feel right, this doesn't sound like me, same thing, same thing. But you get to a place where you become fluent, same thing, playing an instrument or whatever. So you got to use it all the time, not just when you need it. So this can't modeling can't be a technique that you use when you need it, because then it's not going to work all the time, especially when you're under pressure. You're brain will begin to go into fight or flight mode and you're not even going to think about you're not going to be able to think about modeling or you're not going to be able to implement it when you're when you're under pressure so you need to be able to use it all the time okay so then we're just going to kind of wrap up with whatever questions people may have um, again i left some of the uh, items open there let me just make clear if you book an appointment with me, make sure it's because you're ready to move forward. Some of you may have some specific questions or doubts about the self-study. 
but you're ready to purchase and you want to ask me about that, you can book a session. Some of you want to book a session for the coaching, but you are in a position financially right now, you're ready to do it. Book a session. Those sessions are not uh, free coaching calls or for you just to explore for something that you might do six months or a year down the road. Okay. So just want you to know that uh, there's a link there for you to go get more information on the coaching. Remember, if you're in a place or in a country where you're like, wow, that's too expensive. Remember, we have Farouk. He's qualified, certified, has done an excellent job. His pricing is a little bit different. Um, and so you can book something with him and we'll get you to his page as well. And then we have the discount for the self-study. So you want to take advantage of that. That being said, any questions that you guys have for Carlos, Julius, um, or myself about modeling or about anything Pro90D related? <clears throat> All right, so we got one. I usually become anxious and my mind drifts to start anticipating what to say. Does modeling help with that? All right, so... I usually become anxious and my mind drifts, start anticipating what to say. So does modeling help with that? All right. Who wants to tackle that? Julius or Carlos or both? Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Every time I try to go into a speaking situation and my mind starts to drift, starts to anticipate, I need to take the anticipation and flip it, right? I need to remind myself all of the other amazing speaking experiences that I had that involved this you know, situation that I'm anticipating. I'm like, wait a minute, I've done this before. I, I did good. I modeled. I remember how it went. That's also practice too. Like the mental, the mentality of this is a whole other, 
uh, field of practice. So that's what I did. Every time I went into anticipation, I told myself, this is practice time. I've done this before. I have succeeded. It's practice time. It's time to practice. So, and it was just a fight back and forth until eventually I was, and, and uh, you know, anticipating less. I was anticipating positively now. I was excited. Instead of being nervous about it, now I'm anticipating excitement. But that took time. It was a fight, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. So, so Carlos, um, you can answer that question too, but I forgot I wanted you to talk about your success, your recent success too. So you can do one or the other or both. Yeah. Yeah, no problem. Um, John, so it sounds like your question is like, how do I deal with the anticipation that's caused by anxiety, right? So, I mean, the program, Pro90D will give you the tools to deal with that immediately. But here's another thing that also um, was touched upon, obviously, is there's going to come a point where the habit is just going to carry you like your whole weight. So um, just a week ago, I've done a full-on presentation in front of, I don't know, like 20, 30 people. It wasn't huge, but I was anxious. I was, you know, starting to anticipate. I was fairly stressed when I walked out there and like started presenting. But guess what I didn't do well? I didn't get stuck, not even once. And it's because the habit, whenever I start feeling anticipation, I immediately apply the strategies, the techniques, and triple down on modeling to almost like glide over that speech block and kind of stop that um, anticipation as well. So the habit is going to carry you at some point, just carry your full weight on that. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it, honestly. So you'll have the strategies, have the tools to kind of combat that in the short term. And then for the long term, there's if you stay persistent and if you work the system, there's going to come a point where it's just going to take off for you. And the momentum is just going to nonstop pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. <clears throat> I've talked to people, it shouldn't surprise me over a decade, but I've talked to people who, I'll give you an example. I had a lady, I've had at least three people, but I have a lady, um, she's very private, so I can't say much, um, but she's very, very successful. And her son went through the program a few years ago. She said, my son is doing amazing. He's doing this. He's in school. He's in charge of this. And she said, you know, I was having just a couple little issues and he let me borrow some of the tape, some of the, the audios. And she said, well, I hope you don't mind that he let me do that. I said, no, well, that's your son. You probably paid for him anyway. So she listened to him and she said, wow, it really helped me a lot, but I got some big stuff coming up and I want to take my speech to the next level. And so I want to work with you one-on-one. -on -one. So that's an example of how Pro90D sticks. Her son, now years later, is doing an amazing job. And now she saying, hey, I see how this has helped him. I see how it's helping me. I want to work with you. 
someone else. This guy's PhD. He was in the PhD program, worked with him a long time ago. He referred his cousin. Both were severe, I'm talking about severe, severe, severe stutterers. And now both of them are doing great. And I had another group of brothers down in Australia. In fact, you've seen them. You've seen Jason and um, Richard. Uh, Richard's a PhD now. And uh, Richard and I just finished up last year, but Jason's doing an amazing job. So my point is the sticks. Uh, there's a point at which I watched Carlos go through a couple of dips, one big dip, and, and I just kept encouraging him and encouraging him until he came out of the dip and it was like a switch flipped and then he was off. And he'll, he'll continue to glide and fly for the rest of his life. Same thing with Julius. Everyone kind of goes through those dips. Now, the other thing that people say is, well, well, I have to speak slowly the whole time. Well, I don't really speak slowly. I speak dynamically, like I just did there, dynamically. So slow and fast, slow and fast. Notice Ju Julius doesn't speak really slow. He speaks a little, he speaks dynamically, right? But it's not really slow. So once you get this, you'll develop your own style, like Julius said. You'll develop your own speaking style, your own speaking identity. And it may be, a little faster than me, maybe more more dynamic than me. That's totally fine, but it'll be smooth and it'll be clear, right? And you'll feel confident. For now, many of you are going to have to slow way down and use your model and build that speaking style. But once it once it clicks, baby, you're off. <laughs> it's going to be it's an amazing feeling. Okay. Guys, any other questions? We'll just take a couple more minutes. Any other questions for Julius or Carlos? If not, I'll, I'll monitor. But Julius and Carlos, share some words of encouragement for people who are either here now or watching the replay. Um, in terms of the system itself, right? Someone's contemplating will this really work for me? Well, my situation may be different or I'm too severe or I, I don't really stutter, but I do these things. The system and then the coaching. Some people may not be ready, may not be able to afford it. So they'll do self-study. Other people are ready, but they're wondering, that's a big investment. Is it worth it? Say a little bit to the audience from your own experience about those two things. Um, let's go with... Julius first, maybe? Yeah, no problem at all. Yes, so, yeah, so I'm definitely happy that there are people who are coming to this program, that are interested in this program, that are seeking help, for uh, you know, first and foremost. So I want to commend the audience today uh, for their participation. And yes, this is a big step, but it's a huge, solid step to where you want to go to better yourself, to better your speech. And this program, 100%, definitely works. It is scientifically based. And, I mean, you could see and hear the testimonials, mine, Carlos's, everyone else's, time and time again. It's just, it's changing lives, and you could see it. And so I do remember... When I first found this program and I had to make the, the decision 
to do it, I knew myself. I knew I needed a coach, a mentor through this because I knew that if it was going to be hard, and I knew it was going to be hard to change a habit, that I needed someone to stick there with me, hold my hand throughout the whole way because I knew myself I would slack off, stop, and fall off the path. I just knew that. So really uh, examine yourself. Know if you could do this on your own because of any financial reasons or you know whatever reason that you have. Do the self-study, but I personally recommend the coaching because without the coaching, I would have definitely um, slid off. Even during the coaching, I wanted to slide off. I was really struggling, but having that coach, the mentor, you know, hold my hand throughout the whole way definitely helped me. It was a saving grace. And yes, this program is for anybody and everybody. I was pretty horrible. I needed to change my speech and. I thought it was permanent. So just that alone, me believing that my speech was permanently disabled and then doing the program. And now I know it was never permanent. That was the lie that I told myself over the years. So, but this is for anybody from the worst to, you know, if you have some trouble with, you know, with a, a vowel or something. So this program is for anybody and everybody. And if you are thinking about doing this and the financial aspect of it is kind of like a stumbling block, just think about it. Money comes and goes. I mean, we're not going to save all of our money and you, you, know, you will spend your money on other things. Why not spend it on something that will last forever, right? I mean, that's what my mindset was. First, I was like, yeah, it is, you know, some big bucks, but this is about me, you know, so I needed to make this investment about me. So it was a solid investment. So. Thank you, Julius. Yeah, I um, absolutely love that. It's like, you know, I make the money to invest in myself. The money doesn't make me, which I was in a mindset too, you know, and it's just like I started out with the um, self-study, but I was a teenager and it worked, but I just didn't have opportunities to stress test myself and to really solidify that because, you know, I was in school. But I mean, listen, guys, it's just pretty much boils down to find your why. Like, find your why. Why do you need to speak? Why do you want to speak smoothly? For me, like for most of my life, I just lived my life in this almost like quiet desperation. So, like, I was severe. Like, Michael can tell you. Um, I can show you so many dozens and dozens of videos where I would just literally come out and speak with clients. And but I still kind of just drag myself along through life, you know. It was this just this mode of quiet desperation. I, I just got sick of it, and um, I just started to entertain this idea, you know, like like in a different universe, right? If I could speak and say whatever I wanted to say, how I wanted to say it, and if I knew deep in my heart that if I'd approach someone and there was zero 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 fear of getting stuck how would my life look like you know like who would you like ask yourself that question who would you talk to 
who would you approach? What job would you be working? Would you even have a job? Would you have a business? Would you start cold calling clients because now you can't speak? Would you approach that girl or a guy like really like sit down for 10 to 15 minutes and just entertain yourself of how life might look like for you? So that was my positive why, why I've committed, right? And it's like, to me, I didn't care if it would have taken me two years, three years, or four years. What's the alternative? The alternative is the quiet desperation, the dragging myself through life just in this tunnel vision of a bubble where there are opportunities just flying, but you're not taking them because not necessarily because you stutter and you know that you'll stutter, but just the just the thought of if I approach that person or do that thing, I won't be able to do it because I know what's going to happen. Imagine not having that. This is what the program is going to give you, right? And it's like for me now it's so different because like I tried everything as a kid, like everything you could think of. The doctors tried, did their best. You know, my mom took me ev to every specialist, you know, formal, not formal, like uh, like doctors and even shamans. We tried everything. Nothing worked. Nothing worked. So I was completely hopeless, right? But then, again, I found Michael, found Pro90D. And life is just so different now. It's so different. Um, like, I've made, just recently, I've made friends I've never made friends, new friends, all my life. Like, the only friends I really had were, like, in high school, school, just the acquaintances. I could literally, I have the ability now to just go out and make friends on demand. That's how powerful this is. And just, yeah, just find your why. Think about why you need it. And just commit, just, you know, give it, give it your hardest, like give it your hardest try and see what happens, see what happens. Thank you, Carlos. Thank you, Julius. Um, yeah, guys, I'm, I'm not going to really say much else about that. I want to leave you with those thoughts from these two guys um, and we'll, we'll have them back over the next couple of weeks. Uh, to answer your questions and also to inspire you because sometimes that's what we need is that little bit of inspiration to give us the hope. Okay, someone else did it. And so it is possible and I can do it too. And like Carlos said, your life can be very, very, in fact, life not, not can be, it will be very, very different. Very, very different. It's, it's like, I know for me, it was like taking a big, wet, heavy, black blanket off. So I felt lighter and freer to move. Things were brighter and lighter for me, right? And I could see clearly. You also want to look at this like a, a, a box or crate. And within that box or crate is a gift. And so you've been dragging that box through your life. Now, what Pro90D is going to do for you is you're going to turn around, take the chains off, uncrate it, and unpack it. And that's what the process is, right? 
So this first step is you're turning around saying, hey, wait a minute, this is actually, this probably this is probably a gift. Let me uncrate this thing. Let me unbox it. Now let me unwrap this gift. And once you get it out, life is that much better. Okay. All right. Thank you all very much. Thank you too again for being here. We're going to have you back. And uh, we will see everyone the next time. Hey there, my name is Michael Williams, Pro90G founder and Smooth Speech Coach. Are you tired of struggling with your speech? Ready to transform your life and boost your confidence? Then it's time for you to enroll in my Pro90D private laser focus coaching program. I can only say is thanks. I'm due to Pro90D and Michael and the support and how he's just changed my life and my speech. I honestly think that if not for the laser focus coaching with Michael, I wouldn't be where I am right now. It's just impossible. Don't let speech struggles hold you back. Book your call or enroll today. Let's take the first step towards a smoother, more confident you. Let's do it together. Book your call or enroll today.